You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, fire everybody and welcome to hit the books the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe i am your host as always ryan knightsey and with me as always mikey manfredi mikey how are you doing friendo wow no no intro no spicy nugget no man the myth the legend no nothing just i'm just regular old mikey today yep just regular old mikey He's here uh, to to just play around, have some fun, uh, and do all that sort of fun stuff. I guess uh, would be the phrase I can think of. I'm I'm trying to like also I got a new mixer, folks, and so this uh, this audio might sound weird. And I can I'm fiddling with the the bass and the the highs and the lows over here. So I don't know if I'm. I, you can probably hear my voice. If you're like an audio person, you're probably freaking the frick out. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm just paranoid and had a rough day about it all um but mikey yeah no uh no spicy nugget we're going straight to the show um because you know it's 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 what it is yeah yeah okay uh yeah we got we're playing with some new equipment today so bear with us if there's any uh uh, technical difficulties but we're gonna do our best to try this new thing uh to make the show better for you guys i don't know if it's necessarily gonna be technical difficulties just more like incompetence from users and by users, I just mean singularly me. <laughs> they don't have to know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I but I want to be honest. I want to be honest with the listeners at home. Fair, fair. The the honest we're, we're... the honest thing would be able to tell them that I'm, I'm a dunce. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our best. Uh, new equipment is hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, but yeah, um, this is the first show we we recorded last. I think we need to talk about this, Mikey. Is that we recorded last week's show before the Royal Rumble happened? Uh, yeah. Now the Royal Rumble's out, and you know a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, Mikey and Zach of you, I guess, should say not in the third person, but you and uh, Zach of uh uh independent waters put out a review of the uh, uh royal rumble so you can get all that but i think the more interesting uh, news items for pertaining to our show mikey um are more specifically the uh new uh, surprises or possible returns and all that fun stuff that's happened at the royal rumble so we got to talk about that yeah we have to talk about I think I think the big I think the 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 elephant in the room is the fact that we're like I don't know gods of some sort. <laughs> yeah, you know the the streak, the the god dang streak of it all of of me and you just booking the show, booking the show how we you know we always do, and we <laughs> somehow. Somehow, some way, uh, are able to correctly book every single thing that.
that happens. And I don't know how we do it, but I'm just I, we're Nostradamus is a booking is what it is. We uh, we we obviously are because we uh let's see let's let's take a look back. What did what did we call? We called I I over on SmackDown uh didn't quite call it exactly, but I ended up booking what we all think is gonna happen. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And Ryan, you had, I think, the call of the night, the called shot of the decade. With, yeah. uh, would you like to explain? No, yeah, I just, uh, in my universe, you know, and maybe in my universe, fans uh, were not as excited as well. Um, in our universe, maybe. But in, in, in both universes, I, I picked, you know, I picked Edge to win. And then in the real life universe of the WWE's Royal Rumble, Edge won it. Edge won the Royal Rumble. Uh, it just, you know, the, the streak of this show of booking things. And then after we book them, they happen to happen in real life is an astronomical. I'm just, you, you know, you talked about like, you wanted to like come up with try to think of, um, the ideas and things, uh, things we've booked that, uh, happen in real life. And I was trying to think of some other ones. Um, the only one I can think of right off the bat is I, I put MVP and Bobby Lashley. Well, I guess originally what happened is I put Bobby, Bobby Lashley in a money-based, uh, business-based team. <laughs> yes, we have, we have the LLC, uh, which is, which is kind of the, the, the parallel for us to the Hurt Business in real life. Yeah, originally it was a parallel to the APA. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. that ever came across. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were going for. Um, and then, and then, MV, and then the hurt business happened, and MVP was on the show, and I was like, "Well, I'll just put MVP." Well, in there. might as well. <laughs> it just makes sense. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things that we did that are like um, that have been replicated. Uh, we called Drew McIntyre. We called the another Rumble winner of Drew McIntyre. Yeah, we, now we did a whole like year earlier. We got McIntyre as a Rumble winner, going on to win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. That was the long term booking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff that we we we. It always we've feels like we've done a lot. A lot. We yeah, definitely, we definitely hit a lot. It's been weird. We wanted to go back and like go through and try to come up with the actual answers. Um, but there's a bunch of other stuff that we uh have definitely done that we want to make sure uh that we need the you know happen things that happen at the Royal Rumble. I'm getting very distracted, folks. I'm very sorry. Um, things happen in the run Rumble that we need to uh talk about because they might be moving on in the future and that is uh potential new superstars to our program yeah potentially uh we got a lot of uh uh stuff to to talk about there for sure yeah a lot of call-ups to to worry about yeah so right now uh on the docket it's of the rumor mill it looks like that he's not necessarily signed to WWE, it looks like he might be signed on into a producer role, but you know that was the same sort of idea that it had with a MVP last year. Uh, we all see how that turned out, but we're talking about the return, the potential return of Carlito. Yes, potentially, potentially. We don't know. I feel like we should hold off on that one until we get more more information on that. Yeah, I don't know what to do with Carlito anyways, and I'm more than happy to have I think we just Carlito. leave it for now, yeah. I'm more than happy to have not have him. Uh, but the one person I'm definitely excited to use, uh, it'd be in the same thing with the rumor mill, is that it uh, looks like it might be a part-time gig. Uh, it's still up in the air, maybe, or just sort of confusing about everything. 
but it looks like we might have the return of none other than Christian. Christian would be an interesting uh, get for you over on Raw, with the especially with the current storyline going on. Uh, oh, yeah. As soon as Christian returned, I had the idea of like, oh, oh, geez, what what can I do with Christian here? I There's a lot of, I can do a lot of things with Christian here. Uh, very <laughs> so excited. many possibilities. So many possibilities, indeed. Uh, I got very excited about what I could possibly do with Christian over on um, the show there. Um so yeah, I'm I'm intrigued nonetheless with the possibilities of Christian. I think I can easily slot him right into my Edge Orton storyline thing. Um, you know, I guess Keith Lee adjacent as well storyline thing. I think it all could sort of work. I just got to figure out how to put it all together would be the uh the big thing there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so figuring it all, figuring that all out is uh, the big thing, like I said. So, uh, but yeah, that's that. Any, any thoughts, Mikey, on uh, having both in real life and on the show on having uh, Christian and Carlito join rejoin WWE, or I guess return to WWE? So, like I said, I think I think it's for us. I think we have to wait for a little more information to come out, a little more uh, definite answers about them returning or not to, uh, to to slot them into our rosters. So, I think for now we hold off, but then once we hear a little more information on whether their contracts or their uh, part time part timing this is like legit for us to work it into our roster, that's my take on it at least. No, that's a fair take. I, I think that's a fair take. It is sort of like we have to figure we have to figure out sort of exactly where it happens, and that sort of happened with Edge. You remember, like I, I'm sure you've noticed like how I've used Edge. Uh, it's been very sparing. Yes, very sparing because I have. He was at the Royal Rumble, made a bunch of like promo appearances, and then wrestled a match against. Um, Randy Orton. You know, that was that was it. And then I was sort of just like okay, you know, the, that was Randy Orton match was the next pay-per-view after the Royal Rumble if I'm not mistaken. Wait, yeah? Mm-hmm. No, after WrestleMania. Uh it was Royal Rumble, then WrestleMania, then uh Backlash. That was the whole Edge thing. So I was like sort of using Edge because we didn't split our rosters until after WrestleMania, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is when we did it. So yeah. uh, I've been sort of like, hmm, what do I, what do I do here? What do I do here? How, what's the best thing for me here? Uh, how often can I use Edge? So I've been using him sparingly, but uh, based on the interviews and everything he's talked about, he's definitely been saying like, I want to wrestle everybody. So I, I've only, I've, I've done like small sections of using him a lot and then not at all. Uh, so that's been my plan. So yeah, it, it it's the same thing of like that and Christian and Carlito. Is like, well, we can use them, I guess, but we don't really have any sort of current plans, I guess. Um, with that, Mikey. Yes, yeah, that's that, that's what seems to be the case here. It's like we could if we want to, but it doesn't feel like we're gonna. Oh, I'm definitely gonna use Christian without a doubt. I mean, Christian, yes, Carlito, probably not, but Christian, you could probably slot in somewhere, and and it'll make sense. That's fair. Well, speaking of slotting in, let's get into the goddamn show. If you never heard this show before, if you never listened to Hit the Books before, basically every single week, Mikey and I uh, book our own versions of SmackDown and Raw, respectively. Um, uh, we write down all the cards, the matches, the promos, the segments, the winners, the losers. Uh, and everything in between. So uh, it's basically like listening to your. It's like listening to a, uh, our own like podcast review show of an alternate universe WWE. 
because uh, that's what fancy booking is. But, you know, and like we said, it's like an alternate universe because it's every single week uh, is the show here. Um, so, you know, if you don't like the actual WWE, then you can come listen to our show. Listen to how we're building up stars. Um, shots fired. And uh, building up all these new stars and making popular people over on our program here. Uh, and you can do so by making sure you're subscribed to the Hit the Books podcast feed, whether it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, anything like that. Uh, make sure you're just subscribed to so you can hear it all. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay subscribed. Listen to all the other cool shows on our network. But for now, why don't we get right into Monday night over there, Ryan? Yes, uh, I'm not confident in this card at all so i'm gonna start off low and hopefully i will uh showcase the awesomeness to everyone uh and uh, if i if i go in low maybe i'll i'll exceed expectations does that make sense start start them off with low expectations so you so they're either uh so they're not disappointed because they had low expectations to begin with or they're just blown away exactly now you're getting it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's how I feel about this show today. That's how I've gotten through my life. Oh, anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, um, let's start with the show uh, with a singles match. Asuka versus one half of Nia Jax and Tamina. Um, very simple match. It's the first singles match for Asuka in quite a while. I guess similarly with Nia Jax, but way longer with Asuka. Um, and Asuka gets the victory here. She gets the win over Nia Jax. All right. Big win for Asuka. Yeah, I wanted to specifically have Asuka to get a bigger win, just to sort of, because where I'm slotting her, where I'm positioning her, her defeating one half of the former tag team champions uh, and someone like uh, Nia Jax. Uh, I want to get Asuka a big win. Uh, After the match, Charlie Caruso gets in the ring and asks Asuka, how does it feel returning to the ring after all this time? Uh, Asuka responds in Japanese first. Then in English, she says that she is more than happy to be back. And she is going after the Raw Women's Championship. Whoa, Asuka making her declaration. Mm-hmm. Um, Shayna Baszler, that Raw Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler walks out and says that you aren't going to go after the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka, unless I give you that match. And I have no reason to face you. Uh, I oh. am the WWE Women's Division. I've beaten everyone on this roster and on SmackDown. You think I can't beat you? Uh, Asuka replies that you've never faced Asuka. Asuka then, t- Asuka then hits Baszler with a spinning back fist, uh, and, oh. ba- and Baszler powders out, and the two yell at each other. Dang. Asuka getting a quick a quick shot in there. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, you know, not, I didn't use the phrase, but uh, was it everybody scared of Asuka? That's not it. Um, you're not, nobody's, no- ready. nobody's ready for Asuka. Yes, I didn't quite use that phrase. But Oscar replies that you've never faced Oscar. Yeah, is that true? Because of NXT stuff, I don't quite remember. Uh, I don't. I guess it could have been. Maybe I don't actually remember at all. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, no. That, when I have them fight on the main roster, I really don't think Oscar and Baszler have they fought each other. Is my question. I honestly, sure. I honestly cannot think. Uh, whether or not Asuka versus Shayna Baszler's ever happened uh, on the show. <laughs> you know, I I, re- I really can't think about it. It does feel like a very fresh matchup. It, it does it does give me that vibe of, like, something we haven't really done before or tried before, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking back, and I'm just... 
Oh, no, I guess that's what happened. SummerSlam 2020? Is this what happened at SummerSlam 2020? Is that is this correct? Is this... Is I don't remember this at all. Uh, oh, no, because it was a different thing. Uh, come on. Come on, searches. Um, <laughs> I was very confused there. Um, also, I didn't even do a great search. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I can't think of it. At the very least, for a title, I don't think that ever happened. I don't think they ever interacted over a title um, in our universe. So that's mm-hmm. that's really where uh, all the sort of stuff is happening here. Um, I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited for this shoot, honestly. So, uh, not Sonya Deville. Uh, Asuka versus Shayna Baszler is going to be something. It's going to be very interesting going forward, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping so. I'm looking at the Hit the Book Championship history, which you can find on countoutpod.com. Nice plug, nice plug. Underneath podcast, into Hit the Books archive. Um, They've never fought over the Raw Women's Championship, obviously. Oh, no, they have fought. Oh, dang. I was wrong. Asuka won it. What was that? What would that would have been? What pay-per-view was in February? Um, Was that Elimination Chamber? Yeah, sounds like it. Um, Was that Elimination Chamber 2020? Let's see. It would appear that on that card... Yeah, that would have been Elimination Chamber. It was... Oh, no, I'm mistaken. Uh, Shayna Baszler was the SmackDown Women's Champion going into the Elimination Chamber, and Asuka won it there. Um, so this is a grudge match. This is a grudge match from way before. But I guess what I'm saying is, Mikey, is that they that title exchange never happened one-on-one. So I, gotcha. I don't think they ever faced each other one-on-one. So, yeah, I'm setting up... Uh, they've never faced each other. So there we go. Yes, I'm very excited for this. Long tangent over. Um, yeah. Moving right along, we've got the LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro, the Raw Tag Team Champions with MVP in their corner, taking on Ali and Alexander. Uh, before the match starts, just like last week, MVP tries to get money from them. Um, Ali and Alexander reject that notion. Um, so much so that a surprise underdog finish, Ali and Alexander win... And pin the champions. Ooh, big, big moves by them. Very big moves by them. I love that. Yes, uh, a big shot up the roster uh, for Ali and Alexander because for no other reason. <laughs> they're good and they're great and they deserve a title shot. And no other ha- reason at all. No, and- nothing random happened last week. No, and nothing, nothing that uh. You know, it, it, and it's definitely not because both members of the team are healthy. Um, no, it's definitely not no, that. not at all. I just needed somebody, Mikey. I, I was looking at my card, and I had two blank matches. I was like, I need to do a raw tag team title. It's okay. It's okay. I think, listen, I think I think Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander pinning the champions is a big is a big move for them. And I'm excited to see where they go from here. And I want to, I, I could have used, that was a lot of, Harmonisms. Um, I could have used the Viking Raiders here to like have them pop out of nowhere and then win and go after the tag team titles, but mm-hmm. I didn't because they haven't been there in a while. And maybe I should have done that to be like, oh, they're back, and then hey, they won, and they're going for a tag team title shot. But then, you know, I don't know if I necessarily want to play my hand for the pay per view. Pay per view, but stay tuned. Uh, yeah. If that makes sense. 
Um, the writing. I mean, you don't want to spoil your big card. No, I don't want to spoil the big card. But the tea leaves. You know, the tea leaves say something. Yes. Um, at the very least. Um, so let's move right along into a video package. The video package is announcing the number one contenders elimination chamber match for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, for that match to take place at WrestleMania. That's right. We got a WrestleMania con- number one contenders match elimination chamber. All those adjectives. Uh, you want to hear about those people in the Elimination Chamber, Mikey? Yes. I would love to. Uh, we have in the Raw Women's Championship Number One Contenders Elimination Chamber match, we have Ruby Riot, Peyton Royce, Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Bailey, and Rhea Ripley. Nice. I love that. I love that lineup. That's an awesome lineup for that Elimination Chamber. I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yes, I am very excited about that elimination chamber i bet uh, a lot of interesting storylines going in and out of that chamber everyone's sort of involved um and i very much enjoy what's gonna happen um uh, I'm, I'm already planning out the match in my head which that's when you know you're excited about something yes 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 i am planning out lots of matches in my head for uh coming up on li- li- this uh let's just say i'm very excited about my card this week Okay, well, there's a little teaser there. Uh, moving right along to match number three, uh, Lince Dorado taking on Tommaso Ciampa, the United States champion. Um, mm-hmm. Will it be a repeat like the last match where the underdog, underdog defeats the champion? Who knows? Um, during the match, Apollo Crews and Tozawa constantly get involved, showcasing the lack of fair fight for Dorado. And, of course, this uh, will lead into the finish of the match where Dorado loses and gets pinned by Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, rip. Poor Lince Dorado can't get it done because of uh, the rest of One Nation. Yes, uh, and obviously, you know, it's it's Tommaso Ciampa, it's One Nation. Um, yeah. Chama- for Ciampa, this is, you know, he's the United States champion, so he's not going to lose that title. It's not even a title match, but he's just showing where he is above Lince Dorado. Um, but also... Um, you know, it's the redemption that Champa talked about last week. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Champa's story of Dorado could be finished. But after the match, Champa grabs the microphone. Uh, Champa tells Dorado that this whole thing is very funny to him uh, because Linsa, you never were meant to be our target. You aren't important to us. You just happen to be the one in the way. But the problem is, is that now you are acting as a pest. Um, nagging me, distracting me from my mission. Um, I have a bad feeling about Lindsay Toronto's arm. He just returned. Um, I have a bad feeling. <laughs> we are one nation because we will be the only one of importance standing. Uh, look at me. He, you know, grabs Lindsay by the head. Look at me. You're not going to stop us because every time you return, I'm going to break your arm again. Over oh, no. and over and over again. Oh, no. And there is nothing there is nothing you can do about it. Uh Champa goes to break that arm again, like he said. But can I uh, send Kalisto for my roster to help him? You could, uh, but it doesn't matter because heavy machinery's music hits. Hey, look who's back. Otis and Tucker run down the uh entrance ramp with chairs in their hands and they scare off one nation. Make sure Lindsay is okay. All right, Tucker and Dozer are back. I love it. I love it. Yes, they are back after their arms were broken by One Nation. Yes. Um, so they are. They have returned, just like Lindsay. They have revenge in their mind. Um, so, yeah, there we go, folks. 
I just like the idea of One Nation just having to now deal with this flood of people returning every week whose arms they broke, all just wanting revenge. So whenever they try to do anything every week, somebody else just comes out and is like, you broke my arm! You know, that's that's the problem. That's the problem of One Nation, right? And they're also easy stories I can always do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Because I think uh, Heavy Machinery returned this week. There's someone returning next week, and then not someone returning the week after that. That's what I'm saying. Like, every week, a new person is just going to return to try to get revenge on One Nation. Like, they're just going to have a full plate of enemies to deal with. Uh, three weeks after that, someone returns. Uh, and then also someone on your brand returns. And then a week after that, someone on your brand returns. Great. Um, and then uh, a lot of, a lot of, then Arturo Ross never returns. <laughs> Speaking of people that are returning, uh, I put in the date of Fastlane, and you have someone that's returning on Fastlane, technically. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That's all I'm going to say about the matter. Um, moving right along, we got a, 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 a segment here. We got Ding Dong Hello with Bailey. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Mike, you, you, can't, gonna... you can't just say things like this and expect me not to, to question it. Well, the problem is, Mikey, is that you are not an avid SmackDown Live uh, roster watcher like I am. So what I'm going to need you to do uh, is uh, type in Ding Dong Hello into your Google machine and look at the images. Uh, At the very least, uh, like the ring images to see what we're talking about here. What is Ding Dong Hello? Oh, it's like Bailey's KO show, basically. Exactly right. It's it is Bailey's talk show. Bailey's talk show. Gotcha. Okay, I understand now. I'm not gonna keep watching because that looks like it's probably horrendous. I think I think it's Bailey, so I think it's kind of fun. That's fair. Uh, Bailey Bailey probably makes it work. Uh, Bailey welcomes everyone to her new show because this is the first time we're doing it in this universe and welcomes her very first guest, Candice LeRae. All right. Uh, after, big, big, big first get. Uh, after ensuring LeRae goes through the ring door, uh, the door that is set up in the middle of the ring there, you know, ding dong, hello, welcome in, Candice LeRae. Uh, Bailey welcomes her officially. Bailey talks about the rumble, saying that the rumble was a mistake uh, that I think we all need to move past. Uh, Candace asked if it was because I eliminated you from the rumble. Bailey is like, Psh, what? No, definitely not. Uh, uh, I want to move past all that nonsense, Candace, and tell you that I see a lot of myself in you, Candace LeRae. Uh, that plucky girl ready to show the world how good she is in the ring. But the problem is, Candace, that that only got, get, gets you so far. Uh, you see, I had to adapt to survive, and if you don't, uh, uh, you know... You know, you're you're not gonna make it. Uh, Lorraine says that uh, you know she she sort sort of d- agrees. You know, she does see a lot of herself in Bailey, but the difference is that I'm not a freaking coward. Uh, Whoa! That only does things to get ahead. Uh, Bailey says exactly that's the whole point. I'm glad you're getting it, and glad we're on the same page. Um, you know, you gotta do things to get ahead. Uh, you've been, she, uh, Bailey tells Candace that you've been in the WWE for years now. I've never won a title. Uh, don't you think you should start taking what's yours? Uh, look, I can help you in the elimination chamber, Candace. And all you need is to trust me. I have experience. Take my hand. Bailey extends her hand. 
Candace tells Bailey that as much as I appreciate the offer, you've obviously have never seen my career before WWE. I am, I was, I should say, I was the toughest woman in all of sports entertainment, and I still am, and I don't need help to survive. I have survived through it all, and extra help from a backstabber like you won't get me anywhere. Uh, as Candace leaves, uh, maybe she was right, because Bailey punches her directly in the back. Uh, Bailey goes for a Bailey to belly, but Peyton Royce runs out to make the save. I thought you were going to say she does a backstabber. No, 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 no. <laughs> Carlito runs out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, we all know Candice LeRae. If you if you're, if you haven't watched Candice LeRae on the indies, uh, I watched Candice LeRae take a super kick to the face while someone was wearing a shoe full of thumbtacks. I believe a that... certain A certain young buck. <laughs> I don't know who that could be. <laughs> There's not many people in the WB roster that are, are I would label as young bucks. Um... <laughs> If anyone, if the whole the whole dialogue about the round around the Royal Rumble is that uh, there was only two wrestlers less uh, that were uh, under the age of thirty, so I don't know if there's many young bucks in this promotion. <laughs> Damn. Fact. By the way, Mikey, that is a fact. Can you guess who the two wrestlers that were under thirty that were in the Royal Rumble? The women's Royal Rumble? No, the men's. The men's. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you need to look at a list of uh, Royal Rumble participants? I do. I'll get. I'll pull, pull one up right here. Yes. Uh, a lot of the controversy about the Royal Rumble this year is that it was an. It was well, not a controversy because it is a fact. It was the oldest Royal Rumble, uh, in terms of age, average age. Let's uh, see. Uh, last since last year. Last year was the record. Uh, this year broke the record again. Um, because you know that's how age works. People get older. I get. I guess. This is true. People do indeed. Get older. People do indeed get older. Uh, Looking at this, Mikey, can you guess who on this list of Royal Rumble uh, match participants for the Men's Royal Rumble is under 30? While you're looking for the list, I'm going to go into a backstage promo with Lindsay Dorado and Heavy Machinery. Uh, They're saying that they have enough of One Nation, naturally, of course. Uh, They challenge them to next week. It's going to be a no-DQ six-man tag team match. Uh, so we're going to amp up the stakes. I think it was, I want to say, was it TLC? Yes, at TLC, it was One Nation versus Only Lorcan Heavy Machinery, with Lorcan Machinery getting a win there. And here, we're, they're challenging him next week, the go-home show before Elimination Chamber, to a no-DQ six-man match with, instead of Only Lorcan, Lindsay Dorado here. So, yeah, that's right. Next week, One Nation versus Lindsay Dorado and Heavy Machinery. Okay, I pulled up the list now that you finished that. Yes. What what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about here? Oh my god, this is hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> there's there's not a lot of people here. There's, it's there's, Dominic Mysterio, for sure. 100% correct. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is the easiest one there. Dominic yeah. Mysterio is 23, the youngest. There's only two, you said? Only two. Only two in the entire Rumble that are under 30. It's Dominic Mysterio for sure. I got that one. Hmm. Who are you thinking? Talk it talk it out here. I don't even know. All of these people I know definitely aren't under twenty. But we're talking thirty. We're talking under thirty. Under thirty. I still don't think there's anybody under thirty on this list. Um unless someone's like twenty nine and a half. That would be ridiculous. Um, 
Is it Mustafa? Mustafa Ali. Uh, yeah. Or is he number four? Mustafa Ali is thirty-four. Nope. No, he is a. He's getting. He's getting older there. So who's the second one besides Dominic Mysterio? Uh, you you only had one more guess. I'll give. You, do you have a second guess? I want really want to know. Second guess. I really want to know who you think is with the aid to these people. Yeah, but that's right. That's right, folks at home. We're halting the entire show for this. A segment you've probably heard it, on other podcasts. It's probably, it's probably not, but is it Rollins? Seth Rollins? Is, is he is he like is he like twenty nine and I'm like just insane? Well he's twenty nine in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but he's thirty four. Hey, no, so no. He's okay, thirty four yeah, as I, well. I don't even know. Younger than Ali, younger than Rollins. Rollins is a lot younger than I thought he was. Honestly, that's why that's why I thought like I was like I was like maybe maybe Rollins is just younger than I expected. How old is Roman Reigns? Uh, so it's okay. So it's Dominic Mysterio and maybe I don't know. It's not Priest because I know he's in his thirties. Is he in his thirties? I think so. He is thirty-eight. Yeah, he is late. Very late in his thirties. Very late thirties. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All these names just it's definitely not like it's definitely not Styles, it's definitely not Mysterio, it's definitely not Sheamus or Cesaro. I don't know. I don't know. What who is it? You got to you got to tell me. I'm, I can't I don't I can't figure it out. The correct answer is number 20, Otis. Really? Yep, he's 29. Just recently turned 29. Oh, well I was right. It was like somebody who's like right on the verge. Yep, right on the verge there. He just turned wow, 29. Wow, Otis isn't even out of his 20s, huh? That's crazy. No, he's Well, but if he's 29, he's practically 30. Uh, Still though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Otis is much younger than I thought is the point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he has plenty of career left. That's right. We're going to see Otis for another 10 years in WWE. <laughs> Pick imagine that, Mikey. Can you freaking imagine Otis and WWE for another 10 years? Yes, because I love Otis. Uh, future, will he ever win a championship that is a singles title WWE no. in the next 10 years? If he does, it'll probably be like a mid-card. I, 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 I can only see Otis maybe winning the U.S. title. And honestly, I think it's a stretch. I think that's his, his limit there. Um, I don't anyways. know. I would love to see Otis be actually used... <laughs> Speaking of actually used, where's anyway. t- anyways, where's Tucker? Is, <laughs> I don't know. Is Tucker still with the company now that I have heavy machinery? Now that I think about it, uh, uh, is he still? Is he still? I think here? he was in the Royal Rumble. Tucker was not in the Royal Rumble. I haven't seen Tucker. Uh, fair. Uh, I have no idea where Tucker is. Is he on main event at the very least? I'm going to cage match. That's not, I'm <laughs> anyway, sorry. do what, do you have anything left in your card? Oh, of course, but this is more important. So Tucker. <laughs> When do you think Tucker's last match was? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it was probably on main event or something. No, it was on Raw actually. Uh, was it like three months ago? It was November 2020. Yeah, which is three months ago. Hey, uh, uh, it was a seven way for the 24 seven title. Oh my god! <laughs> Why did they split up Heavy Machinery? <laughs> And can I just say why? For what? For what? <laughs> it's so. Oh my god! Oh my god! This I is so. The... I hate WWE with a passion. So Helena Cell was October twenty fifth. That was when they broke up. October twenty sixth. Uh, Tucker's on main event. 
<laughs> the next day, he's like, I'm going to solo career. He, he's on main event. The week after, uh, in the, a month later, he's on uh, Monday Night Raw facing Ricochet and loses in 38 seconds. <sighs> and then a week later, he's in a seven-way for the 24-7 championship. Uh, he does win it at one point, I think, the 24-7 title, but loses it to Grand Metalik. Uh, what, a car- what a career. And uh, has not wrestled since November. <laughs> what a solo career he's had. Unbelievable. Anyways, your main event is going to be a huge-ass main event here, Mikey. Uh, get your butt prepared, because it's Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, solo match here, baby. And Drew McIntyre gets the win. All right. All right. Big win for Drewy Max. Drewy Max does indeed get the victory here. He gets the win over Roman Reigns. Uh, Very cool. After the match, however, Dijakovic comes out and attacks Drew McIntyre. Oh, no. He attacks Drew McIntyre. uh, And then when Roman thanks him, uh, Dijakovic punches Roman uh, sort of as a little receipt um, from that last uh, interruption in that draw. Fair. It's a little receipt to Roman there. So, uh, little, little, some, some tension, main events, so little tension. I'll do it again. Yeah, he says. How dare you do that, sir, to me, sir? Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah, there we go. A little bit of payback. There we go. That is Monday Night Raw for you folks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, again, go to count at count out pod on Twitter and you can vote for Raw there. Mikey, your I thoughts, do. comments, questions, concerns. I do think you sold yourself short a little bit. I don't think it was a bad card at all. I thought it was a good, solid card. Definitely setting up setting up for some stuff for WrestleMania, setting up some stuff for Elimination Chamber, for Backlash, whatever you want to set up for. Um, you're definitely getting there. I like the big announcement of the number one contenders women's Elimination Chamber match. That's really cool. A lot of big names there. That's very exciting. You got the Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns main event, which is very exciting. I don't know. I think you sold yourself short a little bit here. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I sort of, I sort of just feel like, you know, I, I, it, it wasn't the greatest card. I, I didn't feel confident and I didn't like it, but you know, based on the polls of late, maybe that'll, that means I'll actually win. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's figuring everything out that I'm still like, I, I'm not happy with what's happening necessarily but i'm working i'm figuring it out sort of that's that's the plan at the very least gotcha gotcha uh but yeah anything else uh no i just liked it solid card i not 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 much else to say here that's fair that's fair okay well then let's move on over to smackdown let's see what's happening in your neck of the woods yeah let me change my let me change my red Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Blue. Okay, there's an effect that only works. <laughs> only works for us. <laughs> that is useless to any listener. So what I did for anyone listening is I changed my PC color from red to blue. Anyway, it was a stupid bit. <laughs> Opening up SmackDown, 
we have Kevin Owens opening up the show, grabbing a mic, and he says, the open challenge last week was a tough one for sure, but I still came out on top. Kevin Owens is still your Intercontinental Champion, which means it's time for another open challenge. So in the words of a former United States champion, the rules are simple. If you want some, come get some. Owens former waits former the United ring. States champion, if you want some, come get some. Who could that be? <laughs> uh, I just I, the problem is is I just can't picture him. Like I can't think. I I feel like I know the person. I feel like I've heard that before, but I've never seen someone say that. Does you that make sense? You, you can't like you can't like see them. Yeah, right. I, like I like like you just can't see them in your head. I can't picture them whatsoever. <sighs> I don't know. It feels like they were the champ that was here at one point. What happened to them? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I can't see. Anyway, uh, the rules are simple. If you want some, come get some. Owens waits in the ring for his challenger, and who answers the call? None other than Big Dave Mastiff, baby. Woo! Yeah, that's a fucking opener that I want to see. Big Dave Mastiff answers the call for the Intercontinental Championship match. So our opening contest: we have Kevin Owens taking on Dave Mastiff. For the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, this and- is this is a match that should have been hyped because this is like for me my a, a big hype match for me. This is a match that like I could see Dave Mastiff actually winning. So during the match, Dave Mastiff is actually setting up for the discus lariat, but right before he hits it, Owens pulls the referee in the way. Hmm. Mastiff tries to wake the referee up, and as he's doing so, Owens grabs the IC title belt and hits Mastiff over the head with it. Owens wakes up the ref and goes for the pin, but Mastiff kicks out. No! Owens is furious and picks up Mastiff and hits him with a stunner, but Mastiff doesn't go down. He gives Owens the bring-it-on motion with his hands. Owens hits him with one more stunner, and this one keeps him down for the three. Owens retains, stomps on Mastiff's chest, and holds the IC title high. Okay, a lot to unpack here. Uh, mm-hmm. One, Mastiff getting the, the, the freaking shine in this match. Two, heel turn from Kevin Owens. Yep. Massive heel turn from Kevin Owens. Doing it from everybody's baby, uh, big baby boy, Dave Mastiff. Um, no, that's a, that's a huge moment there. Uh, I miss I miss a heel Owens. Mm-hmm. I, figured, I figured if we're going to bring heel Owens back against anybody, it might as well be big Dave Mastiff, the, the, uh, the, the baby face among all baby. I feel like Dave Mastiff right now is my big baby face. That's bad. He's definitely up there. And I feel like you have um more I'm trying to look at your roster. Uh I feel I'm trying to think. Do you have I feel like you have more interesting dynamics of people. That, I I feel like, you know, Kevin Owens almost has to be heel maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm trying to look at it like you know, you don't have Samojo. Get out of here, Samojo. He's heel. He's heel one kind of in a dirty way. You know, maybe setting up for something down the line against Mastiff. We'll see. Hmm, maybe, maybe we'll see. Where's your goddamn world champion? <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting, but like the Sami Zayn, I was like, where is Sami oh, Zayn? We'll, we'll actually get there. Don't oh, worry. perfect. That, after, after, that, uh, after that Intercontinental Championship match, we are, in, we are backstage in GM Page's office, and we see her reacting to what just happened in, in the ring on her TV. Rollins bursts in looking furious. Page says, whoa, whoa, whoa there, killer. Before you say anything, I need you to relax, take a seat, and maybe a few breaths, and then tell me why you had the audacity 
to burst in here like you did. Do you want a juice box? You want a juice box? You want some fruit snacks? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rollins sits down and says, look, I want Murphy in a match tonight. He eliminated me in the Royal Rumble and turned his back on me. I need to teach that punk a lesson. Paige responds, well, you're in luck, actually. Last week, Murphy actually came to me and asked for the same thing. Looks like you two have some stuff to work out, so consider the match official. You versus Murphy in the main event tonight. Rollins says, done, and leaves. I like that it it wasn't as important for Seth Rollins to face Murphy. Uh, He had to wait a full week after the Royal Rumble to settle down enough to storm into someone's office and demand a match. Yeah. It took it took a little bit, but it's here now. Uh, Mur- Murphy had the foresight. He was like, "I'm ready," and then yeah. Rollins had to like get into it. <laughs> it was like Murphy was like, "I want the match now," and Paige is like, "Ooh, Rollins isn't here this week." Mm, no, he's busy. He's got other things <laughs> on his plate. Uh, you know, he wants to face you probably, but uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, after that, we have match number two. We have Undisputed Era, which is the team. Well, we have Strong and O'Reilly teaming up this time. Take it on the Street Profits, uh, and Undisputed Era get the win. But during the match, uh, Morrison and Andrade were on commentary this whole time, and Morrison keeps mentioning how impressed he is with Undisputed Era. But after the match, uh, Morrison and Andrade give Undisputed Era a standing ovation. Okay, okay, standing O. Mm-hmm. Nice little, nice little match mm-hmm. here. And now for the video package. Oh shit. <laughs> Sammy Sammy Zayn Sammy Zayn is sitting in the spot in the parking lot where he ran over the Fiend two Smackdowns ago Zayn says that was two Smackdowns ago sorry that felt like a month ago it was not last Smackdown it was the one right before the Royal Rumble it was on the go home show okay um Sammy Zayn is sitting in the parking lot where he ran over the Fiend two Smackdowns ago Zayn says you know, when I won this Universal Championship, I had one goal in mind, and that was to be the best Universal Champion there ever was. But after the things I went through and what I did two weeks ago when I hit him with my car, I realized I was never further away from my goal. As much as I hate to admit it, The Fiend did teach me something through all of this. He stands up and continues. He taught me that being the best Universal Champion isn't just isn't about how long I'm champion, but the message I sent to everyone who may be looking up to me. It all comes back around to respect. Respecting my fans, respecting my allies, and most importantly, respecting my enemies. Bray, Fiend, whatever you are, you've become my enemy. And at Elimination Chamber, I'm willing to risk everything to take you down once and for all. I'm not proud of what I did up to this point, but I know I'm going to have to do much, much worse to get rid of you. So at Elimination Chamber, I challenge you to an unsanctioned match. Oh my god. No rules, no holding back, anything goes. And to entice you to accept, I'm putting my Universal Championship on the line. If you accept, meet me in the ring next week. I'll be waiting. A unsanctioned match for a sanctioned title. Yes. <laughs> yep. Surely, l- l- the legality here. Uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> that's everything. Has there ever been an unsanctioned match for a title? Probably not. I've looked it up. Couldn't find one. But we're we, we listen. Listen here on SmackDown. We're pioneers. We've done a <laughs> we, we've done a we've done a we've done a last team standing match for the first time ever. That's true. Listen, we're we're we're, we're breaking new ground here. 
over on, on the blue brand. Can we also talk about for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view? You have a, a <laughs> match and an unsanctioned match and yeah. an Elimination Chamber match. Yep. <laughs> Which I'm still waiting. What's happening with that? <laughs> I'm still interested. What's uh, happening I with think it? you'll get an inkling of an idea after uh, after this card okay. is after I'm done with this card. You might get like a, a hint of my, what what might be happening. Okay. Uh, so after that video package, we have match number three. We have Sony Deville taking on Naomi, uh, with Sony Deville getting the victory. But after the match, so- so- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Sony Deville taking on Naomi. But after the match, Sasha Banks attacks Deville from behind and puts her in the bank statement and doesn't let go. Referees have to rush to the ring and pull Sasha off Sonya. Building up some more heat tension mm-hmm. um, for the eventual match two months from now <laughs> yeah uh and then we have a back after that we have a backstage interview with an interview who caught up to sasha and asked her why she did what she did and sasha says you want to know why because sony doesn't know who she's dealing with she has no idea how in over her head she is and she needs a re- she needed a reminder to come down off that high horse she's sitting on she's dealing with the freaking boss she's dealing with sasha banks the smackdown women's champion Clearly, she needed a reminder that I'm champ for a reason and that she doesn't have what it takes to beat me. And Sasha storms off. Great emotion. Great uh, promo from Sasha there. Very much enjoyed it. Very much setting the the statement of I'm the one in charge here. Um, Just because you won the Royal Rumble does not mean you are in my uh, league. Um, so very much, I enjoyed that. Very, very good. Yes, exactly. After that, we have match number four. We have another tag team match. We have the New Day taking on the Usos, a classic tag team match over on SmackDown. Just a barn-burning classic. Oh, yeah. We got the New Day picking up the victory. Uh, the New Day being, uh, this time it's going to be Xavier and Big E picking up the victory over the Usos. But after the match, as the New Day is celebrating, Morrison and Andrade come out again and attack the team from behind as they celebrate. But as they are beating the New Day down, somebody makes the save. Can you guess who that might be? As they're beating them, is it Mastiff? Is it Kingston? Making the save, it's AJ Styles and Finn Balor chasing off Morrison and Andrade. And we come back from the... After that, we have to come back from the commercial commercial break after the beatdown and see AJ Balor and the New Day backstage. AJ speaks up and says, we can't keep letting them get away with this. We gotta do something to take them down. Wood speaks up and says, I think I know just the thing. Team Huddle! The New Day immediately huddle up, and AJ and Balor stand there looking a little bit confused, uh, but they are eventually pulled into the, physically pulled into the huddle by Big E. Of course. And we and we hear them whisper about stuff, and when they finally break, we see GM Page walk by, and Wood stops her and says, Page, just the person I'm looking for. Can we have a quick chat? Page says, yeah, sure, what's up? Wood says, walk with me. And the two walk off screen. So, how's how are your Twitch numbers doing? Because mine are doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are your Twitch numbers been? Mine have been pretty great. What are you streaming next? Well, I'm not streaming anything because my Twitch has been taken from WWE. <laughs> mm, interesting. Damn. Damn, dog. Damn. Uh, uh, so, yeah, no. Okay, I'll, I'll save my comments to the end. But uh, good, okay. I'm very intri- intrigued to see where that's all headed. Yep. And then, of course, we have our main event. We have Seth Rollins taking on Buddy Murphy. And Buddy Murphy gets the victory over Rollins. 
Okay. Big victory for Murphy here to end the show. Big win for Murphy. Seth Rollins, uh, he's got to be more of a threat here, baby. He's got to be. What is he doing over here? Seth Rollins is crumbling. All of his disciples keep turning on him. Yes. Yes. He, it, and doing big things without him. Seth Rollins is crumbling. Yes. He is. He needs to get his act together mm-hmm. uh, before he loses everything. This is, this is what I'm, I'm going for, like... What I'm trying to like build is like the fall of Rollins before like the eventual resurrection of Rollins. Ooh. At one oh man, you should have had Seth Rollins in the casket match. Oh, there it is. Seth put Seth Rollins in the casket match, then he you know, he he loses, or a buried alive match. Um, and then he ri- and then he rises again after three days. Uh <laughs> on NXT. <laughs> he returns to NXT three days after a pay per view. Yep, <laughs> uh, and he is renewed uh, as the uh, NX Tasaya. No, nope. NX. Uh, hold on, the Wednesday night, the Wednesday, the Wednesday night. Is there anything religious that has the word W in it? Um, no, um, the patron saint of NXT. Nah, that's a lot. That's a lot to put on a T-shirt. <laughs> Um, the uh the the demo god no, uh there's something he's <laughs> demo gonna, god he's gonna, he'll be something he'll be something on NXT I'm sure he'll figure it out yes yeah but that's how SmackDown comes to a close Buddy Murphy standing tall over Seth Rollins okay I'm interested to see like you said I'm interested to see where the Seth Rollins stuff is gonna go my prediction then uh since you said there might be some teasing my prediction would probably be then. That you are planning some sort of tag team elimination chamber match. Um, that would be my guess. Whether or not it's true, who knows. Because you have a lot of tag teams here. Um, and I don't really see like a lot of single stars standing out here. Um, unless you did elimination chamber match for a world title shot. Um, where it's each individual single star of a tag team. Which would be an incredibly bold move. That I don't think anyone would do. <laughs> Uh, you are you are correct. I am building to a, a tag team elimination chamber. Yes, yeah, so uh, this time around. So I'm going to spoil the news. That's okay. The, I was I I I mean that's the idea, right? We're we're putting that idea in people's heads here. We're building a lot of tag teams. We're doing a lot of tag inter inter tag team uh hanging out and talking. So yeah, yeah. I'm building to a uh, a tag team elimination chamber match, possibly for the titles. I haven't really decided yet. That's fair. That's fair. Um, no, I like that. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and I thought start off strong with a great show. Uh, I do think this show was better than my show because uh, I don't have any comments, questions, or concerns. I guess I have a lot of comments, uh, <laughs> but I don't have any concerns at the very least. Um, my one concern would be the Sony Deville Sasha Banks stuff because, like I said, that match is like two months away, uh, and you know is Sasha Banks not defending that title between now and. Then is Sony Deville not going to face anyone else? Like, are you going to be doing this stuff every single week for like two months? That's that would might be my concern. Uh, yeah, right. Right now we're just building up some heat. Yes, uh, which I think is probably uh, good. Getting, it's getting intense. It's getting intense early. I will say that, but uh, I have an idea of where this is going. No, and I think that also makes sense to come out of the Royal Rumble with the heat and then have it, like, simmer, put it on simmer, and then heat it back up, you know, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that also works. 
Um, so I guess we'll see where that all goes. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, okay, then. That's it uh, for those shows. If you liked Mikey's card, you know, go over to at CountoutPod on Twitter. Uh, and there'll be a pinned tweet over the weekend where you can vote on whose card you liked more. Um, yes. With that out of the way, let us talk about uh, the randomizer, Mikey. Yeah. What is it? The old randomizer. So what's the randomizer? What is it doing on our wall? Uh, and why is it here? Why is it here staring down at me with hatred in its non-metallic eyes? I don't know. Why is that, Ryan? Okay, well, I'll let you know then. The <laughs> randomizer, every single week, we talk about how the show is realistic. And the reason it stays realistic is because Mikey and I, every single week, uh, book our own versions of Monday Night Raw and Friday Night Smackdown. But obviously, because we're doing that, you know, there's in real life, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be wellness policy violations. There are going to be the network notes. There's going to be Vince McMahon unhappy. There's going to be various other things uh, to keep the show uh, interesting. Uh, it may be people getting injured is not interesting, but, uh, you know, mix it up enough so that uh, we can, you know, roll with the punches, as it were, uh, as I'm currently doing. <laughs> Arturo. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's totally fine. So, like we said, we talk about those polls because uh, that you can vote on it because uh, every single week, every single weekend, you can vote in those polls on our Twitter at CountOutPod, and you can vote whose card you liked better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? Um, And the loser of which will get hit with a randomizer. They're gonna have to. It'll be either be a boon for the the roller. Or a uh, pain for the role I guess would be the opposite of that. Uh, yes. <laughs> so so let's get to it. Okay, the results are in, and the results are a tie. Yeah, that's right. I put a, a god- tie. Yeah, that's right, baby. I put a goddamn uh, effect on equally, that. Equally, equally loved. Ooh, what if I just did it? Uh, I, I just <laughs> recorded this episode in the vacuum of space. And, and there was just an echo on me the entire time. It's like, or I just got real smooth with it, or I just got real smooth with it, Mikey. And I was just like, oh, yeah. I have a feeling there's a lot of effects happening that I can't hear currently that in the edit are going to drive me nuts. You're welcome. Um, okay, well, the, the results of a tie, folks, are that that means that we are going to uh, roll the randomizer on each other. We're both the big old losers. Um, so we're going to roll a randomizer on each other. So here we go, Mikey. Yep. I have my result. I have it. Please stop singing. <laughs> I'll never stop singing. Uh, I have my result as well. Uh, Okay. Might take us a little bit. We got uh, a, a fair trade. Ooh, interesting. Uh, interesting. Raw and SmackDown must agree on a trade between superstars. Do we want to take care of that first? Or do we want me to reveal my spin first? Uh, let's take care of that first, because I okay. feel like that's just going to take a little bit. Um, so it's a fair trade, so it's going to be someone that we both agree upon, um, but it's, uh, you know, it's someone that is comparable, sort of like, you know, you know, it would be ridiculous if I was like, yeah, I want to take Sasha Banks. I'll give you, I don't know. Here, you can have Drake Maverick. You know, that's... What a, what a trade, taking my women's champion for Drake Maverick. Correct. Correct. I'm going to take Sony Deville. Uh, and you can How have, dare you? Then you can have no WrestleMania match. 
uh, and I'll take, and you can have uh, Mojo Raleigh. Uh, Great, great. Another fair one. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so uh, these are tough ones, but I'm trying to think of who on my roster I could use um, to sort of replace things. Um, And I don't know if there's anyone that you really enjoy, but I I, I feel like my my tag teams are fine. I feel like my women's division, I really don't want a woman on here because I feel like I've already got full of people that I want to use. I have my eye on a certain somebody. I'll say that. Who's your certain somebody? What have my eye on? Uh, I always have my eye on a little Drewy Gooks, baby. Uh, Drewy Gooks? Ooh. Bring Drewy Gooks back to the blue brand, baby. Comparable to Drewy Gooks is uh, the team of the Street Profits. Which I have. Yep, that's how low the Street Profits are in this universe. That as a team, they are... Uh, as a team, they are uh, at comparable to Drew Gulak. Or just straight up Jeff Hardy. Um, mm. Comparable to Drew Gooks here in this universe this year universe um i am looking a little bit higher on the board here mikey and i think i'm intrigued to murphy murphy the man who just beat seth rollins tonight yes he's coming off with some heat um and the thing about murphy is is that he could still be heel like, mm-hmm. it, like it would still make sense if he was still like a heel guy, because he just turned on another heel. So it's like, oh well, he can still be a bad guy. He just broke away from a cult. What's the line? What's the line from uh, uh, Wreck It Ralph? Just because you're bad, just because you're a bad guy, doesn't mean you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the opposite of that, I guess. Just because you're doing good things doesn't mean you're a good person. Um. And yeah, I, I, maybe that that could be feasible for me or something. Uh, but who's who's comparable to Murphy here? Hmm. Uh, oh, Apollo Cruz, Rhea Ripley, or Shelton Benjamin? I don't want to give away two of those three people. Some big names: Bobby Lashley and Rhea Ripley stand out, but Shelton Benjamin's also not a no slouch himself. He's not a slouch, definitely. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Please don't. I don't not. I will not give you Apollo Cruz, <laughs> and I will, and more so than Apollo Cruz. I give me, you won't give me one nation. No. <laughs> you sure? What is 100%. one? What is one nation at anyway? So let's see. What is their? What is their combined? Are you on a tag team or do you want the stable? Yes. Okay. Well, that that means more math math for me then. Uh, two sixty one. What is Apollo Cruz at? Where was he? Apollo Cruz. 213. As a tag team, they're 237, which is a little bit out of your price range here. <laughs> a little bit out of my price range. Yeah. Uh, and as a stable, uh, let's see where they slot at. Where is Tommaso Ciampa? Ciampoli, 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 Chew. Tommaso Ciampa, <laughs> I choose you. Uh, two forty. So definitely out of your price range as a stable. Champa makes it a little bit more bigger as a team, as a unit. I like that Tommaso Champa is just a Pokemon now. Champa, Champa. He's a monkey. Champ, champ. He's a, a bald headed monkey or something, wearing cargo <laughs> military pants. Um. So yeah, what are you thinking, Mikey? What are you What are you thinking here? I'm okay. I would. Can I convince you about Shelton Benjamin? I feel like you would. Ra- would you rather have Gulak or Shelton Benjamin? Because, honestly, they're the same. 
I mean, I I I like Shel I like Shelton Benjamin. I think I think if I were to choose between the two, um, I think I like Shelton Benjamin more. Gulak is nice. Yes, but Shelton Shelton Benjamin has a veteran status. So Drew Gulak is younger. Hold on, now now going back to earlier this morning. <laughs> How old do you think Drew Gulak and Shelton Benjamin are? What is their age difference? Um, let's see. Oh, interesting, interesting. There definitely there's going to be an age difference here. Drew Gulak, thirty three years old. Shelton Benjamin, forty five. Holy crap! Twelve year age gap between the two. Um, but Shelton Benjamin is somebody that like he could easily challenge for the IC title. Um, same thing if Gulak also could easily challenge for the IC title. Could either of them ever win the IC title against someone like Kevin Owens? Maybe not. But uh, you know. So what about what about that? Murphy, Shelton Benjamin. Thoughts? Um, Murphy or Shelton Benjamin? Are you? I I know Murphy. I don't think it, I don't think that's a bad trade. I think I'm okay Ooh. with that. I know you were. Were you planning on doing stuff with Murphy? Because I'm not doing anything. Or something. So, I guess I had a little bit of an idea for Murphy. Uh, I guess since I didn't go with it, or since I'm probably not going to go with it, I might as well spill the beans here. Uh, I had the idea of Rollins costing Dave Mastiff his Intercontinental tri- title shot, uh, and putting Rollins and Owens together, and then uh, having Dave Mastiff uh, team back up with Murphy to try to take them down. Oh, interesting. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, I, was I like big, that. that was the big plan. Yeah, I definitely like that as a storyline. Um, but I get, like, not doing it. Because like, I get wanting to have Mastiff as a singles guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep I wanted to keep Mastiff more on the, the, the single. He had, he had his tag run over on Raw, uh, and I've been pushing Mastiff as a singles competitor for months now. So I think, I think it was... Uh, I think it was the better choice to to keep it to keep uh, Rollins and Owens separate, but also keep Murphy and Massive separate. Still, mm, okay, okay. Well, then, do you want to agree upon that, Murphy and Shelton Benjamin? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh still shake on it. Shake on it. Yeah, there we go. Shake there we it. go. There we go. <laughs> Is this shaking? No, <laughs> that's that. No, no, that's just clapping. Mm, clapping for the wrong reasons, then. Um. Anyways, then, Mikey, uh, what was your random item? We still got to resolve. Yeah, I w- I was kind of trying to put it off, hoping you would forget because I got a spin steal. I never forget anything, especially the things that are boons for me. I got a spin steal, so even 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 during a tie, you win. Still, I win. I'm the big I old winner. Doubles. I got the old double spin on me. The old, the great A old double spinito. Yeah, so Ryan, you get to spin on me again. Yes, and the results are in on this one. It's going to be a nagging injury. A nagging injury? Oh, man. Yeah, so we haven't had this one in a while. Uh, just a refresher. Roll a D, whatever, to see what wrestler gets a nagging injury tag. That tag Oof. basically means that if that wrestler gets injured in another match, uh, you add a plus three modifier. So let's say, you know, like the minor injury is like a D4 minus one. Add the plus three modifier makes a D four plus two, uh, mm-hmm. so you know not helpful. Uh, but but if that person competes in any sort of like a hardcore match, uh, then they're out for three weeks. They've succumbed to their injury, if you will. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, 
well, then with that out of the way, then, um, uh, how many wrestlers wrestled on your card? Uh, while while you were explaining that, I counted up. We got fourteen. Gross. <laughs> Oh, that was the word that came to my head. Fourteen. That's a lot. That's a lot of wrestlers. That's a lot of wrestlers. Possibly get a neck injury. Yeah. Let's see. Roll a d. Fourteen. Oh, very quick. Fourteen. Who? Who is the last participant in your card, sir? Last participant in my card is Buddy Murphy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the man you just traded the man you just took from me <laughs> you got no well if anything that makes the trade for Shelton Benjamin a little bit better <laughs> here's Sh- I'll trade yeah. Shelton Benjamin for an injured Buddy Murphy god dang it yeah. God dang it. Well then. <laughs> this has been an interesting day for me. Yeah, that was that was a, a a wild twist and turn we just took. Yes, yes indeedy. Yes indeedy. Uh uh Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um okay then. Well then there we go, Mikey. There we go. Yeah, what a what a wild uh, what a wild series of events, a series of unfortunate events, certainly to end the show on. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Um, thank you, Mikey, so much for joining me as always. Where can people find you? What do you got to plug? All right, well, you can you can uh, you can if you want if you want to listen to more of my sultry, beautiful voice, you can go listen to uh, Independent Waters every Wednesday, where me and Zach Batista take a trip through the independent wrestling scene and bring back matches for you to watch and for us to review. Uh, so go check that out if you like independent wrestling, or if you're just getting into independent wrestling. Uh, me and Zach started this journey off as uh, indie wrestling newbies, and now I think out of the the Countout family, we're some of the the, the most interested in uh, independent wrestling. Uh, always keeping an eye on it. And, oh, uh, Lauren's definitely. I feel like Lauren's definitely going to put your put that up to battle. That's why I said one of. I didn't say we are the the best. Listen, I wasn't trying to put us over anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, this but, is, this is the plug time. I feel like that's the whole point of the, the plug yeah, time. Yeah, but uh, go check out Independent Waters if you like indie wrestling, or if you're trying to get into indie wrestling. I think you'll really like the show. Uh, also, if you if you like, go check out uh, Twitch.tv slash Sigil Scryfish, where I've been streaming recently. How do you spell that? S i g i l e d s c r y f i s h. Yes, go check that out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nightsey. Uh, you can listen to my show G One and Only that's on this program on this network uh, every other weekend. Um, you can also might write an article. I'm thinking about uh, article ideas. I just don't have one that really settle on. Um, but you know, like you said, uh, you know, you can do all that sort of stuff. Uh, listen to all of our shows on Countout. Uh, listen to all of our shows on the Countout Network. We would uh, obviously appreciate yes. it. Um, like Mikey said, Independent Waters. We got G1 and only. We got uh your Lauren show. We already talked about Lauren. Your dose of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, how to talk to your friend about wrestling, uh, which is all very good indeed. So go check those out. Uh, plenty of other shows uh, and articles uh, are coming the way. But if you have ever wanted to do a wrestling podcast or write articles, you know you wanted to get your foot in the water 
a little bit, uh, you know, hit us up, you know, you know, message us, email us, count at network at gmail.com, uh, your interest. And we, maybe we'll talk it out. Maybe figure out something. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, hit promote, us up. promote you. Um, so yes, that is it for this week's episode of hit the books until next week. We'll be right back. But until then we've got, hold on, hold on. Uh, what about, can I do, can I do flange? Is flange, flange? Is it? No, that's not flange. We'll do this one. We've got two. <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is the one. Maybe we'll do, do maybe, maybe. We've, we've got, got two, two words for you. you. No, no, I don't think, think that's one. one. No, I'm going to do this one. Book we've it! This has been a Countout Podcast.